As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Plum Love Foods Live, the number one live audio culinary industry show for chefs by chefs. Hosted by multi-time Food Network winner, award-winning chef, TV host and global icon, and national treasure, at least in his mind, Chef Plum. So close that saute station, make sure the grill is off, and grab that shift drink, because we're about to mess up your mise en place. Here's Chef Plum. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday night to you. I hope your week is off to a fantastic start. Or maybe it's just now getting started. I don't know why I do the same goddamn intro every time. I should think of something different to say. Something different. I don't know. Got a great show tonight, man. Excited about it. Super excited about it. But tonight I am not alone. No, sir. No, ma'am. Happy to sit here at 10 p.m. on the East Coast. I am here. With, of course... You know we're getting funky. It's the Forking Chef. He's hanging out with us tonight. Oh, there he is, Forking Chef. But hey, yeah. Jeffy, tonight, guess what? We're not flying solo. No, no, no. Uh-uh. As it comes sauntering in here in the room, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined tonight by the one, the only, Chef Rob Prado. Robbie, good evening, brother. Good evening, my friends. How's happening, dude? How are you? I am wonderful today, sir. Nice, nice. Uh, well, that's good news. Jeffy, how are you? I feel fantastic. Thank you for asking. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, sorry, I'm adjusting some volumes here to make sure everybody's good to go. Uh, we got a great show tonight, guys. Uh, we were really lucky a couple days ago. Uh, Robbie and I got a chance to sit down 
uh, and have a great conversation with uh, Christian Stevenson, a.k.a. DJ Barbecue, uh, one of Jamie Oliver's good friends, an amazing barbecue guy in his own right, and a fantastic DJ. And, uh, Robbie, that was the first time – well, I, gotta, I should tell everybody, we have to record that interview with him because he lives in the U.K., uh, so the times are a little bit weird. But, Robbie, it was the first time you got a chance to kind of talk to him. How cool is that guy? Uh, he is very cool, and his love of spandex is uh, <laughs> rather, rather cool as well. I, I, what I like about him is his hustle, and I think uh, especially towards the end of the interview, you'll hear some of that, uh, how he talks about taking chances and all that. But there's also a lot of talk in the middle there about placentas and pregnancies. And, Jeff, I learned something interesting about you uh, a few minutes ago before we went live here. Uh, you you have eaten placenta. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Chef Plum. I love placenta. I um, I have two children. Wait, I've you're making two it sound placentas. fake now. Like the way you're saying it, you're making it sound like I'm making it up. All right, no, you're not making it up. I absolutely did. I I, I erased my Facebook page because I you know I don't know I get weird and I got all all butt hurt because they kept getting hacked. And uh, but if I didn't have it, you could go on my Facebook page. I had a complete gallery of me uh, butchering a placenta, uh, drying it out, making tinctures with it, uh, eating it, fried a little up, um, you know, just by itself, ate some raw, put some in a smoothie. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Good for you. Uh, only organ that, uh, you know, completely grows. Well, I think one of the things that DJ Barbecue brought up in the whole thing, which I thought was interesting, is that he says it's, it's – did he say it's the only meat you can eat that you don't have to kill something to get? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What it tastes like, dude? But, I mean, listen. You could probably cut a leg of something off and cauterize it, and it would live. And I'm just saying, you know, you don't have to kill it. You don't have to kill something to eat it. A little bit of it. I mean, do you want to eat it? Is it taste good? Did you like do anything with it? Did you dredge it in flour and pan sear it? What'd you do with it? Oh no, uh, all natural, daddy. I mean, you know, I mean, just tiny bit of salt, tiny bit of pepper. Um, you know, uh, quick sear. You know, like a like liver. You know, you're, you're cooking like an innard. You're, you're treating it with a little love, a little care. Uh, then I sliced it uh, rather thin, laid it out on my Ronco food dehydrator on a little uh, parchment paper, and I dehydrated it to uh, beyond jerky till really dry. Then I pulverized it in the Vitamix, and then I put it into capsules. Dude, capsules. True story. Wait, wait. What do you mean? Like, like so you could swallow it like a pill? Like gel caps, yeah, yeah. So I can just, you know, I have some in the fridge. Wow. Uh, you know, my life, uh, you know, I think, I think we have some from my last daughter still, like a little bit floating does around. It, does it help with like immune system? Like, what's the help with the immune system stuff? It's supposed to help with emotional stuff as as your kid gets older and stuff like that. You get, you know, you kind of like help help with the transitional periods in their life. I mean, you know, I mean, this is stuff. You know, I mean, people uh, prescribe to all sorts of things and. Uh, you know. Wow. wow. Does she feel like it yeah. helped? I mean, like, I, I wasn't trying to get this serious in the front end of the show here, but did it feel like it helped? Did it do anything? Um, You know, I, I when I took it, it and ate it, it, it was, it, for me, it was kind of funny. You know, I was just kind of like, this is great. Yeah, of course I'll do it. You know, I want to I try all the weird stuff. Um, <laughs> my wife was, it was way more serious than my wife. And then, uh, after being part of uh, home births and stuff like that and like meeting other people that were into it and I kind of like you know hearing some of their testimonies I was like well it can't hurt so I just went with it Robbie so, what I mean, you do with your placenta from any of your kids uh, we used it to plant a tree nice the tree is doing tree is doing well 
I, I feel like I'm not doing well because mine probably just went in the garbage. We threw it in the ash. Oh, can. no, they used it for science. They told you it was, like, thrown away, but that yeah. shit, they're, well, like, I literally, yeah, some, they bred, like some, hybrid. Some um, creepy male like nurse eight years. No, nah, we threw it in the ash can. I was like, I said, hey, bring me that ash can, and that's where we threw the placenta in. That's no. cool. <laughs> we, we, did the, uh, we did the cord blood thing. Like, we got all the cord blood stuff. You guys do any of that? It, uh, I was supposed to do that, but... Um... Yeah, we, we we had difficult. One of them snapped. The burst like it popped and went all over the place. It was pretty gross. The kid came out with a fury. Yeah, uh, yeah, my my son. Yeah, it was uh, his cord was around his neck, and when they went to take it off his head, I thought he, I literally thought he was dead, and uh, Jesus. it snapped and he came to life. That was pretty crazy. So, out of two, two out of my three kids, the uh, like the Nick the NICU nurses were there. What'd you say? And uh. The NICU, like oh, the. I'm about to call you like a racist. The, no, no, no. They're like, uh, they're like the ninjas of birthing nurses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, NICU and what NICU does stand for ninjas in uh, uh, circulatory canvas. Ninjas in canvas clothing. Okay, that's but that's not really like a real like the each letter of NICU, right? Whatever. Well, so, ninjas in uh, caring. Position. Yeah. All right. Care, I, just, care, I, care I, well, I just remember them taking my daughter and making they doing the same thing that I do with a chicken before I truss it, oh, like with the hips and everything like that. And I remember being like, <laughs> "Huh?" And then they like shunned me away. So that's hysterical, man. That's hysterical. Well, Jeff, so you still have some of the placenta in there, and when you said butcher it or clean it, I mean, I picture kind of like cleaning, like. I don't know, like... Uh... I, I wish I still had pictures of it because I sent them to you right now. It's beautiful. It almost looks like the... You ever see, like, um, like pictures of, like, the silhouette of, like, a tree of life? How it looks like it has, like, a stump at the bottom and there's, like, just so many branches that come off the top? You know, you ever see that? You know what I'm talking about? That kind of picture? I think so. The placenta, when you look at the side of it, it has that the, the main cord and then all the other... Uh, like uh, capillaries and, and veins that came out of it almost looked like that. I mean, it's just, uh, they, they do print them. You can like, uh, when you get your placenta, you can also take it and uh, do almost like an ink, ink blot with it. You know, you like wow. get some ink and you can like put it on a page and it's, uh, some people, have, I've seen lots of really beautiful artwork made out of it actually like that. And it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's like the Japanese fish thing. Uncle Daddy, don't adjust for the babies. Is it like cleaning like sweetbreads? Like that kind of cleaning? Like taking the membrane, that kind of thing? Uh, you know, I wasn't actually that concerned about it. I I, I was just, I just sliced it thin, you know. And uh, like the the, sli- the pieces that I was eating, of course, I was like not like trying to cut like the big veiny part. You know, I was trying to get a nice little fleshy chunk. Wow. I, I just had no idea we would do 10 minutes on placenta talk. That's crazy talk, man. Because it's well... fascinating because you, you this is the thing. Unless you knock a girl up, or you're with like Jesus. a really freak, like you are never gonna have placenta. So it's like all you virgins out there, good fucking luck. That's well, all I got. To say. It's a great segue for me to tell you about Robbie and I's new food truck in Montauk this summer. All right, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not. We don't have the placenta <laughs> truck. <laughs> you know, yeah, we really, Robbie had an idea for like a poutine sort of thing with fries, but with placenta. I don't know. I, I didn't feel good about it. Yeah. Well, are you going to farm those somewhere? Like, where are we going to farm that placenta? I mean, 
mean, we had. Oh yeah, we're talking lower income placenta because I mean I don't know if that's going to be organic. Oh, we don't have to ask. I mean, you're not going to ask questions yet. We're not there yet. Think how long it took people yeah, to I'm, finally I'm, ask where meat comes from. I'm consuming placenta. I want to know if she was healthy. No, my wife, my my wife ate fresh. She ate good, so I knew that placenta was organic. You know what I mean? I knew that shit had like real uh, flavor tones to Wait it. Wait a you minute, know? Jeff, you can't jump work. all over us about this yet. Like, l- look at this. Honestly, like, we're just now starting to invent the placenta food truck. I mean, you got to give me a few years before you start trying to bring all the organic nonsense into all it. All right, all right, listen, man. Yeah, we're we're gonna go with the crack strand of yeah. placenta for the truck. I mean, maybe maybe when we get when we get the brick and mortar, yeah, I'm just saying. To so you're gonna try to yeah, do this in the Hampton. Your demographic, these people want to know where this placenta is coming from. Like, gotcha. it's like, it's like you can't just serve Cambodian breast milk. You have to make sure that that breast milk has come from someone who's been eating healthy, you know, on a raw diet. You know, yeah, um, this is all important stuff, man. Wow, uh, Robbie, we got any more Cambodian breast milk? I'm starving. I, I used the last of it to uh, to soak my placenta in. <laughs> So sweet. Isn't right. it? I want to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I want to move on. <laughs> this took a wow, weird we, we turn. We could do this all night. <laughs> I, I just, it just took a weird turn. I think we should take a breather, go to a quick break, and then come on back here uh, with a little bit more Plum Love Foods Live. Is that cool? You guys might we just take a little breather here. I can feel Jeff getting defensive about the placenta talk. I didn't want to like get him too upset. I'm not defensive, man. I'm just shedding light, dropping jewels, Daddy. I'm over here, you know, <laughs> like acknowledge people, then acknowledge people, and bring the knowledge full circle so everyone understands that it's about the baby. Jesus, it, it is about the baby. I, Plum, I think we're going to need to see if we can find an expert on placenta and have them on the show. All right, placenta I know, expert. I know several. I know several. I have, I have a, a famous uh, home birth midwife. Uh, she she birthed my child, both of them, and uh, All right, amazing woman. <laughs> We're moving on. All right. Check it out. We're taking a breather. I feel like Jeff could talk placentas all night. Listen, we're taking a breather. Uh, we're going to play a spot. Uh, we'll be right back, you guys. You're checking out Plum Love Foods Live. Jesus, more placenta talk. Stay right there, guys. We'll be right back. Wait, Mom. Hi. I'm Jocko Golden, award-winning chef, celebrity janitor, and creator of the Wait Mom. Wait, Mom. What is a Wait Mom? Well, a weight mop is your standard mop, mop. reimagined and revolutionarily designed by yours truly to keep your house clean and your body mean. Weight mop. With our patented sliding three-plate system coming in three sizes, four, eight, and 147, they're stackable and interchangeable, so you can get that workout in regardless of your fitness level. Weight mop. It's simple to use. Just lock in the plate and mop yourself back to sexy. Jeff Hans here. So tired of curling out in your dish pit? <laughs> By weight mop. And voila! Now you have strong girly man. Weight mop. Hey, how you doing? Jimmy Capello here. Uh, you know, uh, my wife was complaining she never got time for the gym. I saw the weight mop. I thought two birds and one stone, right? Hey, and now she looks out of this world. Weight mop. Yeah, um, my husband got this really heavy mop. What's the celebrity janitor? Weight mop. Weight mop. Cause you got a weak shoulder. Weight mop. Cause you need to feel bolder. Weight mop. Jocko's creation. Weight mop. Mop across the nation. Weight mop. We're against segregation. Weight mop. 
Call now. 1-800-WAIT-MOP. That's 1-800-W-A-I-T-M-O-P. A sizzle plate product. Oh, yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, coming back live right here, right now on Plum Love Foods Live. Listen, I got to tell you guys something, man. The brand new book by Don Witt, B, to be or not to pee. That's a great question, isn't it, Jeffy? I think it's a great question. Here's another. What if we could all choose to be what we choose to be seen, what we choose to see in the world? What would we see? Imagine if everyone chose to come from a place of love. We're helping one another in kindness with their own currency, a place where we all understood that we were all in this together and that there's far more that we can accomplish by joining forces rather than existing for ourselves. This world may sound like a fact, fancy uh, utopia, but it doesn't have to be. We all have the power within ourselves and to make the world brighter and a more hopeful place. That's the brand new book, B. By yeah, John B. Witt. You got to check this book out. Uh, it's on Amazon right now. Just go in there. You can type in B. You can type in Don Witt. The brand new book. Uh, it's a it's a fantastic book, man. Uh, it's one of those really really powerful, uplifting things. Listen, the secret to happiness. There's not much secret at all. There's really not. Many great thinkers and leaders in the world understood this. So you can too. So make sure you check out this book, B. By Don Witt. Listen. I think we should sing Age of Aquarius right after that. You know, Jeffy, I got to work on you when it comes to doing spots like that. You're supposed to just lay out for a second there. I don't know why you chimed back in. I, I thought you wanted me to, to um, mm-mm, mm-mm, just lay out towards the end. It's all good. It's all good. Robbie, you got it on point. I thought I was yes, supposed sir. to chime in. Well, you, you had time there, but it's all right. Actually, you know, it's a funny because books like that, uh, I, I think my wife checks out books like that. I think she's going to check that one out. B by Dawn Witt. Yeah. It's, it's I think, positive, that's, right? I think it's, it, it sounds like a super powerful book. A collection um, of love with friends that inspire a kindness revolution. And listen, I'm not trying to just say things like that. Like, that's where I live in. Like, I live in, like, I grew up in, you know, I didn't grow up, but I live here in Newtown. I went through Sandy Hook. It's all about kindness. I think things like this are fantastic. I, I think uh, that's the story of us. <laughs> oh, Rob. Oh, Robbie. So, uh, through all that placenta talk, we're about to bring it back up, but. We've got a, a fantastic guest on the program tonight, man. I'm excited to uh, play you guys. He was on the show way back in season two of the show when I was still doing everything on dial-up, and uh, it, was, it was through the other provider. But this show, uh, we recorded a couple days ago because, like I said, he's a very, very busy guy. So uh, I want to jump right into it so you guys can check it out. And, Jeff, you didn't hear this because you weren't there. Uh, but it's a great interview, man. talks all kinds of stuff. Uh, there will be a test afterwards, so make sure you check it out and listen for when he talks about spider steaks. Remember those, Robbie? I do. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is a YouTube phenomenon. He is uh, a big part, or was a big part, of Jamie Oliver's food tube. He's DJing all across the world. He's a fantastic skateboarder, a great father, and he is the king of spandex. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Barbecue. I was wearing spandex yesterday morning. Uh, I was dressed as as, um, as barbecue Batman for like a festival launch party. And the guy who owns the festival, he's normally called Rob DeBank. He's one of the top DJs in Europe. And he was Robin DeBank dressed up as Robin. And uh, yeah, nice. I spent 
I spent uh, four hours with a bunch of I learned a new word, man. Mumfluencers. Mumfluencers. What does that mean? So there's lots of moms out there, you know, talking about uh-huh. raising kids and how to dress like a cool mom instead of like a, you know, right. Uh, yeah, and then and, and you know they have a it's a big market that world. So there, I do lots of festivals where you have lots of families because if you go to a festival where everybody's like kind of partying too hard or maybe you know uh, having a bit too much of a good time, um, they don't really care about food. And when you're cooking barbecue, protein's expensive. You need to, you need to pay those bills. So no I try to do festivals where there's families, and I also like to. Because I'm I'm a single parent raising three boys, I want to make sure I have a menu that you know the the you know, the stuff there for the kids. Because as a parent, you hate going to a festival or a restaurant when the, the menu is just for adults. It's like man, do some price point stuff for my kids. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. I mean that's a whole market there too. But I mean it's public knowledge now. Yeah, so you put it out on the YouTube channel. You have full custody of your kids, man. More power to you. Uh, that's got to be pretty hard for everything you've got going on, man. But you're a fantastic it, dad. Hard. I see you on Instagram, like playing basketball with the boys, all kinds of stuff. How, how old are the boys? So I've got three boys. Um, the oldest is 18. His name's Blue. Then we've got Noah. He's just turned 15. He's a leap year baby, so he's three or 15. Um, <laughs> sometimes he does act three. And then I've got uh, Frazier, who's 12. And um, I actually delivered him myself um, uh, on my living room floor. Uh, the no, the uh, the. Yeah, no one turned up, so I had to do I had to do it all. I don't think I knew that story. Really? Damn. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> well, <laughs> things progressed <laughs> rather quickly, huh? I called I called the hospital, I called the midwife, I called an ambulance, and then the lady on the over here we have nine 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 at nine one one. Yeah. And the nine 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 lady is like telling me, listen. Christian, I need to keep you on the phone. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta, you know, look after, you know, my ex now. Right. And uh, he's like, you might have to deliver this baby. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I am not delivering a baby. That's not I, that. That's magic land. I want to be up. I want to be up up top with the gas and air. Right. Um. And so <laughs> they basically, uh, she talked me through it. No one turned up, so I had to deliver the baby. And they showed up, and there's a baby, and you're like, listen, I'm not paying for this. You guys understand? Yeah, I, like, well, no. <laughs> hey, I live in England, man. It's nationalized, nationalized health care. Oh, you don't pay true. for it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do through your taxes. But uh, so, you know, they. the thing is, I, I got the, you know, I caught the, I caught the kid. I caught Frazier, you know, cleaned him up, gave, gave him to the ex. And then um, uh, the woman on the phone's like, well done, Christian. You know, I'm like, thank you so much, Karen. I'm going to go to the the superhero store for nurses and buy you a cape for getting me through this on the phone. Nice. And then she's like, okay, now we got to do the, uh, you know, the, the, the placenta. The, the embryo. Yeah. The placenta and all that. And I'm like, Oh man, no, I didn't <laughs> want to do this. And, uh, so I got ready to do it. And then I looked over, um, Naya, the, yeah, Naya's shoulder, uh, the ex's shoulders. And right. then there's a, a little car turned up, which I, I presume was the midwife because it is 10 30, 11 at night. And behind her was, a was an ambulance and then behind that was a was a the fire brigade the like a fire truck they were doing runs there so all these people saunter in the house like they're there to deliver a baby and i'm just covered in heinosity yeah and i'm like listen guys uh can you guys help me on on the second bid i really don't want to do the placenta and they go what and then they offer me a job afterwards nice <laughs> nice <laughs> I go, the, no, thank you. you said like the only way I'll do it you. is if you can wear your spandex when you deliver children, right? That's the gimmick? 
<laughs> well, dude, I mean, you're a cartoon character. You make people smile, you make people happy, and you diffuse the situation. Maybe that's what nurses and doctors should be doing, wearing spandex onesies. Yeah, dude, I couldn't agree more. And listen, I think it's great to know that I have a buddy who has uh, successfully delivered babies in the living room floor. I talk about all the time how when the uh, zombie apocalypse comes as a chef, I feel very confident in doing certain surgeries. Uh, so having you <laughs> now handle that into it, so it's good to know we got a good team. We got a good team, we, dude. I'm moved back to the East Coast, and uh, yeah, when when it becomes post-apocalyptic time, you and I are good to go. We're, we're set, man. We're set, dude. That's a great story. I had no idea, man. That's awesome. Talk about uh, going from you know. I guess how do you go from something like that? I, I can't move on from it yet. So all of a sudden, no, you uh, can't. I got you. I got you. Okay, vegetarian. Here's my question: to Vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> or, or would you eat placenta? Hell yeah. Because because all animals in nature eat it. But if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, you wouldn't eat you wouldn't think you'd eat placenta. But nothing's died to give it to you. I think it sounds delicious. I'd like to have it, you know, sear it off a little bit, keep it simple, maybe a little put bit a little, of, little good salt a little on bit of it. Garlic, yeah. rosemary, a delicious. Salt on sounds, yeah. sounds, Robbie, would you do placenta? No, I couldn't do it. I I, I tried we uh we put it in um, a, a Did you hole. Say you tried? To, I yeah, we brought it home, um, <laughs> and instead I used it to. We bought trees for the kids, oh, you, so each kid has a tree, and we used the placenta to fertilize their tree. But you did try. I no, I mean by try, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and I like researched it, and I looked at it, and I was like, okay. I'm gonna bury it in the backyard. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like you know, I didn't like get the flour out in the pan and then like you know, uh, you know I, yeah I was you, like no you didn't, you didn't soften any butter and then get ready to uh, yeah no there's no brown butter I, I, I couldn't I just I was like as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when I was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I, I was uh, I was right there for the experience as well. I, I There was, uh, you know, a ton of professionals in the room or... At one, for one of my kids, there was not enough professionals in the room. Oh, um, I, I, I think oh. I had like the one like new green, you know, nurse, um, <laughs> and she looked at me like, "Ah, oh, I gotta go get some help." And I'm like, "No, no, no I'll go." And, and she left. <laughs> <stay here. laughs> yeah, and uh, 
anyway, uh, I think I got the short end of that stick, but I, uh, it was not quite as intense as yours, but at the moment I thought it was. I mean, it's, it's all, it, it, it's all worrying. It's all challenging. So well done, man. I like how this show's been gone from like barbecue and cooking to, uh, to childbirth and childbirth. Yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. Now watch yeah. this, uh, last professional broadcaster here. Watch how I bring it back around. You know, honestly, a placenta, it's got to have a high fat content. You got to think a little applewood, a couple hours on the smoker. It's got to be delicious. There we go. Maybe some wild cherry. Hey, I love that, man. (laughs) Slow and low. Dude, speaking of uh, uh, just the opposite of slow and low, man, I watched you in a video uh, recently where you're you're trying to put a burger together in a car. What the hell were you doing? A a race car. Well, so last couple of years, I've been working with Renault over here. It's a French uh, car company. So they built built our food truck, and our food truck's pretty damn crazy. It's, uh, It's awesome. It's the loudest food truck in Europe. So I've got a a button I hit inside the truck and these big speakers pop up and hydraulics off the top. Nice. So I can DJ by the chip fryer and then um and then so we can spin out of there, serve barbecue and it's amazing. So Reno, I said to Reno, I really want to go on on like a, a world rally cross track and try to build a burger. So the first time we did it, it was cool. But they wouldn't let me use any condiments. And I'm like, man, ketchup mustard and mayonnaise uh, it's gonna look better on screen because it's gonna go everywhere because i'll be getting thrown around so they go no no we don't want to ruin the car and um so they actually went off a jump so the first video is pretty cool when i go off the jump i just put a load of uh, uh chopped up iceberg lettuce on top of the burger and it just explodes and it actually you get that weightlessness thing yeah yeah you know when, when you go up and down like you know and so that was kind of cool but the second time i was like can i please use condiments and uh, that's when things got interesting. Because the problem is, once I'm trying to squirt stuff everywhere, you can't hold on to any anything because your hands are covered in, you know, mayonnaise and mustard. And I made one very big mistake. It's like a brand new Renault uh, Megane RS, like their racing version of this car. Right. And as I'm pulling into the pit stops to hand the burger to the cameraman, I rolled the window down. Now this window is covered in mayonnaise, right? You still not they go. We have we've been trying for a year to get the smell of mayonnaise out of this thing, and and because uh, when I hit the window, it all went down inside the the car door. That's so and, and they were so mad at me, and I'm like, oh man, you know what? It's going to get the views because every na- we have National Burger Day over here, so every time that rolls around, they. You know, all the sites throw up that video, and I'm like, there we go. You yeah. know, it's timeless content. Well, it's fun to watch. <laughs> well, you're, it, it, you're right about that. There is content, not just to take it to a businessy type level, but you know, you have content like that that is completely fluid and well, it's static fluid, but it's static, but it's like evergreen. It's always relevant. You know, evergreen, you want, man. You know, do, you like those words, do, right? Do, that's, that's how you can tell a guy, well, right? Well, yeah, it's evergreen and short tail. So here, here, here's. What, you, what you're saying is, say you've got one of these young people who's just gone out shopping and she's got her new shopping, uh, uh, she bought a purse or she's bought some cool stuff, that's going to get crazy views for like a couple days or a week. And then it just tails off, short tail. Right. Then if you do like a really good like a tomahawk steak or like we did that water wheel uh, spit roast where we put like a deer on, on a spit roast and we use the, the, the power of a river to spin the deer over a live fire. That's evergreen. People, thanks. It's our our most watched video. I mean, I think it's getting kind of. I'm hoping it's going to hit two million uh, this year. Um, But but those videos are evergreen because people will go back to them time and time again. That's why I think food 
does so well on um, on YouTube because you you know someone wants to know how to make a French onion soup. You know, if you've got a good one up there, they'll go to it. You know, but uh, you're you're right. I think, but YouTube has kind of changed the way they've done things, man. And you're definitely a better expert on this than I am. I mean, it's it's no, I'm not. <laughs> it's not, dude. YouTube's hard now. Yeah, well, it's it's hard now to actually make money from YouTube, isn't it? Like, it's yep. it's incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I'm going to go open up a restaurant, which is I know the silliest thing to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, I know I'm the silliest person in the world oh, going geez. to open up. A- Bricks and mortar, man. What? But I'm moving to a town uh, that is where Voldemort went to school. Oh, okay. Wow. The, From, uh, the, the Voldemort. Harry, Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry yep. Potter, right? How about that? Well, listen, you got that going for you in the town. That's fantastic news. Maybe you can put like a – maybe you should call it like Voldemort's or something like that. The, the, the snipe gonna burger. Want, who's going to want to eat a burger from Voldemort? <laughs> is it? Would it be snake meat? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one too, man. That's we need some right. bad. I like bad guy names. I always root for the bad guys. Hey, by the way, we got to pour a little bit out for King Kong Bundy. You oh, know, dude, out of the way. Uh, five. Remember that? He would always <laughs> yeah. make him count. Uh, five. See, when I went, when I went to all the wrestling back in the day, I would always root for the bad guys just to kind of make everybody else around me mad of course everybody because everybody's rooting for hulk you know oh no i loved roddy roddy piper man hot rod was the man my my favorite was macho man randy savage and black jack those are my two favorites was was macho man a bad guy though no no but well black jack went back and forth macho man was always a good guy so he was the one good guy that i would i would root um, but the rest of the time, I was just rooting for the bad guy. Macho to, wasn't always a good guy. When he was feuding with Hogan, he was definitely the heel. Yeah, I guess you're right. But then now you look back at it, and it looks like Hogan was the heel, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I was a big Dusty Rhodes fan, man. I was actually working really hard to get Dusty Rhodes rest in peace on this program. Uh, I'm friends with Diamond oh, Dallas man. Page, who I'm sure you know who that is. And uh, yeah. uh, DDP, we were working on getting him on. And, uh, of course, then he passed. So we're actually in the process now of working with uh, – <laughs> Jake the Snake to try to get him on. We got to get them all before they pass away, man. <laughs> Wrap them up in cotton wool. So we <laughs> Steroids, man. In cotton wool, including Roddy Roddy Piper, who's done that crazy appearance on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I was pretty stoked upon. He was also um, on that weird wife swap show. He was not. Yeah, he and uh, I can't remember who it was. He swapped wives with somebody. It was crazy. But he had like <laughs> eight kids or something. Like he was like a really good family guy, but he was still the you know the hot rod. Like he would freak out every once in a while. <laughs> good. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, we, I, I ran into him. I, yeah, I, I ran into Roddy, uh, Roddy, Roddy Piper in the airport when I was in high school in Florida, Daytona Beach. And uh, he was awesome. That sounds about did, right. Did he, did, did he give you a bit of, you know, a bit of he, he did, Yeah, he did the whole thing, man. He was like, you know, he signed everything. We, You know, I was with my uh, my high school um, drill team, and we were down there, and I was like, yeah, I think that's – and my buddy was like, it is, it is. And he's like – he smiled and waved at us, and then like a couple minutes later we went over, approached, and he was super cool. I didn't ask him to sign anything. I got a picture, and, you know, that was uh, – <laughs> it was it was really cool. I think he was like, oh, I can't believe I'm still around the world, and now we got the rock. He is my Benedict Cumberpatch. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. 
Uh, well, dude, I got to talk about uh, the book Fire Food. Uh, I just saw it when I was in Richmond, Virginia, recently with the family, and uh, it's it's what got me in my brain going, "Oh my god, I haven't talked to you in forever." I mean, we sent some messages back on uh, Instagram, but yeah. uh, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" I picked the book up; it was great. Uh, I just realized I paid more for it uh, in Richmond uh, than I see on your website, but that's okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. dude, listen. I always support my good brothers, man. It's all, my buddy Jason Santos's book just came out, and I just bought that one. You got to support your friends, man. And uh, I always do, man. I always, I, whenever I don't ask for free books, I don't ask for, for for albums from friends. I try not to even ask for tickets for shows. I go out and support people that are good buddies and people that I care about. So thank you for doing that. Of course, man. No, no, no doubt about it. But it's a great book, man. And and talk about that process of getting that book out because I know you worked super hard on it. We we did the barbecue book. Uh, five years ago and that was with Jamie Oliver and he set it all up for me and that did really well it became the number one selling uh, barbecue book uh, in England that was written in England wow. um, even though my, my roots and I was born in uh, in, Mar- in Washington D.C. and Maryland and Virginia that's kind of my, my home um, so I, I it did about you know 80,000 copies over here and wow. it got printed, got printed in eight languages Portuguese Finnish uh, Czech so I went back to the publisher Penguin I'm like man let's do another one they go oh everybody's doing barbecue and fire food books and stuff uh, that market's too bullish or, you know we don't want to go there I'm like I go but I'm, I'm out selling them all so let's do it again let's keep this ball rolling and they, w- they wouldn't jump on board so I talked to a couple other publishers and and they were all like, no, we, you know, we can't, we're afraid to sign you because we do Weber, we do all these other barbecue guys, you're, you're going to cannibalize our stocks. I go, I don't think you guys know what I do. I'm a, I'm a hype machine. I'm here to make this yeah. tie bigger. I'm not here to compete. I'm here to, to champion all these chefs, all this style of food and get people outdoors and cooking over live fire. So finally, I, I got lucky because David Loftus, who is Jane Oliver's photographer, and he did my first book. He's he's shot um, 180 cookbooks. He is the number one food photographer in the world. Him and Jamie alone have sold 70 million cookbooks. Wow. So he asked me a couple years ago to DJ his wedding in um, in Marrakesh. So he's like, yeah, Christian. Could you? And this guy's like super good friends with the royal family. He he shot Pippa Middleton's cookbook. And um, he goes, just do an hour set, hour and a half. I go, dude, I'll give you a two-hour set. No problem, brother. I get there, I start DJing, and I, I did about three hours. And I go, "Is anybody going to come relieve me?" You know, <laughs> um, and I found out there was no other entertainment. So oh I did God. a I did a six and a half hour set. Jeez. So I put I called I called him when I got back. I'm like, "Man, I really need some help getting a publisher." He goes, and he knows people. Yes. So he put a phone call in over at Quadrill Hardy Grant Books, and I got a meeting. And on the way to the meeting, I saw a Krispy Kreme, a brand new Krispy Kreme pop up up in London Bridge train station. I go, man, I'm going to hit that up on my way home, hook up my kids with some some cool donuts. And then I I stopped myself in my tracks. I'm like, no way. I'm going to get everybody in the meeting all all doped up on E-numbers and sugar. <laughs> so I went back to the nice. Krispy Kreme and I bought the gourmet box, you know, with all the crazy things in it. No doubt. You know, with all the crazy colors, which has more E-numbers. Took it in there and... um you know, put it on the, on the counter. They go, can we help you? I go, yeah, I'm, I'm Christian Stevenson, DJ Barbecue. I came in for a meeting. And they go, well, what are these? I go, well, these are for you guys. And they go, oh, that's so nice of you. So it was right around noon. So everybody's coming, getting ready to go get their lunch. They go, ooh, who bought in the Krispy Kremes? 
and they go, DJ Barbecue did it. And, and my name just kept getting shouted out in the lobby. So when I went in. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the meeting, I brought in half the donuts, hooked them all up. Everybody's just super happy on all the sugar. And I walked away with a book deal for fire food. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sugar, man, it's a powerful drug. Uh, and yeah, so lo and behold, we, we, we spent about a year um, writing Fire Food, developing it. My friend Chris Taylor and I, and Chris Taylor is uh, my right hand man. If you watch any of my social media, he's the guy with the really long brown hair, big hairy, hairy dude. T um, And his main, his main job is the home economist on Master Master Chef and Great British Menu, oh, wow. so he's easily one of the best chefs in the country because um, he's got to know every recipe. Dude. And so he and I sat sat in the backyard, watched the watched the World Surfing Championships go out live, which gave us a little respite, you know, from uh, from cooking. And then the book the book dropped. I flew in the Prodigy's uh, DJ from Portugal. He's a good friend of mine. Um, R.I.P. Keith Flint. Yeah, uh, oh, he, he passed away a couple days ago. He was he was a friend and a really nice guy, and I'm, I'm sad to see that guy go. But Toby came in, started spinning tunes, and it, things got raucous. And I remember having Nathan Outlaw, who won uh, best rest, seafood restaurant in the world for a second year running, and Tom Brown had just won a Great British Menu. They came up to me on the outskirts of the dance pit, and they go, Christian, this is the first book launch party we've been to that had a mosh pit. You go, yeah, I, I, I don't like doing things like normal, you know? And they go, you just got done crowd surfing. I go, well, it's been a while. I think the last time I crowd surfed was at a <laughs> Primus Blink 182 concert in Vail, Colorado. Um, but, it, you know, that's the kind of thing we do. You know, we like to have a good time. We don't look at, um, you know, food should be celebrated. You know, it's catertainment. The quick, quickest way to someone's heart is through their stomach and their ears, you know? So good music, good food, good times, right? That's it, man. I mean, we sell yeah. smiles. That's what we do. We sell happiness. It's one of the things I've kind you know? of jumped on board with as a chef, as anybody who makes food. We make people happy. That's what we do. And we get so wrapped up in things like, oh, the salt's wrong, or you didn't do this, or this isn't right. How about, is the person happy? Because if people are happy, it's all a good time then. This is why I, I think uh, these Tumblr websites called Angry Chef Arms, <laughs> where you just see these photos of 
you know, these pristine looking chefs and their chef whites with their arms folded, you know, <laughs> I just got back from the world restaurant awards in Paris last week. And, um, they had a, one of the new categories they had was, uh, best non tattooed chef. So Matt, Maddie, Math- Maddie, Math- is it Matheson or Matheson? How do you say the guy? Matheson, Matheson, Matheson. Yeah. They flew him over, and he was dressed up to the nines to to, to award it. And then Alain Ducasse uh, won the award. But I was like, now that's a funny, that's a funny category. The best non-tattooed chef, you know. I could win that category. I'm the only chef in the freaking states that doesn't have tattoos. It's kind of weird. Right on. Uh, well, dude, tell some people where they can find a little more info about DJ Barbecue. If they haven't, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows already, but put it out there for them. We, you can find yeah. DJ Barbecue at DJ Barbecue in Instagram. Uh, you can check out his book on Instagram, uh, on Amazon, uh, Fire Food. It's been out for about a year. And I believe the burger book is dropping April, you said? That's correct. The Mundo, as the Fonz would say. Awesome. Man. April. Dude, so another book, too, which is crazy, man. I mean, you, you, you're doing the burger book, man. I mean, after doing one book, you just didn't get enough, right? This is, well, I mean, this is your, this um, be your third book, right? It is. Well, I'm a, I'm a single parent raising three kids, man. I got bills to pay. Right and, uh, you know, and divorce ain't cheap. Uh, so, um, and also, I just want to keep the momentum flowing. I saw, I, I, I watched Jamie do it. He, he, uh, you know, every year and a half to doing a book every year. Now he's yeah. doing almost two books a year. Insane. And, um, well, he told me, he gave me some good advice, guys. And this is about five years ago. Is the problem with you, Christian, is you have to be awake to make money. You need to learn to make money while you're sleeping. And I'm like, man, you're right. Cause I got, I'm always got to be at a festival or I got to be at a, a, you know, whatever to cook or DJ or host. And I'm like, with, with books, it's like a pension, you know? They just so, sell, whether you're awake or not, right? Correct. And so I wanted to do something that, you know, a, a food that everybody loves, which is the burger, but they're not just, just normal cheeseburgers. Like, you know, we've got lamb rib burgers. We've got, uh, you know, fish and chip burgers, full Sunday roast, like a full roast chicken and all the fixings, like in a burger with a Yorkshire pudding as the base. You know, it's like... I went to my editor. I go, this is kind of a gimmicky book. She's like, never say that again. This is a really well-written book, and the recipes are delicious, and they work. So this is the one that's dropping in April. We're really proud of it. And um, I'm working on two new books right now as well. Two more. And, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> getting back to making money while you're sleeping, um, I'm seeing there's uh, DJ Barbecue Rubs. Oh man, what what a, what a wonderful thing to be asked by Spiceology and the Spice that whole family, Tony Reed and Pete Taylor. They're all good people. So they're the what, those guys are like the number one fastest growing food company in America right now, out of Washington State. And they approached me. They said we would love to do a line of rubs for you. And I go, man, I would love that too. And um, I think and, I connected yeah. you with them actually. No, dude, thank you very much, dude. I I owe you. Uh, a beer, a tomahawk, and uh, maybe like some some uh, some blackened catfish or something like that. That would be nice. Placenta burger. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, a burger dude. <laughs> no, they're great if people, man. Ever- Spiceology is amazing. <laughs> they do they do such great work. It's you know it's run by chefs, so they get it, man. So uh, yeah. you know I get stuff exclusively through them. They're fantastic. Well, they also look after. The, you know, chefs in the kitchens—they do the the big the big tubs, and then the home cooks with the, with the little shakers. So that you know, like you said, they are chefs. They come from that background. 
Um, and you know, being a chef is hard. That's the thing. It's a hard job. And, um, they, they, they make, you know, stuff to help them out, you know, but it's also, um, it's quality stuff and it tastes good. That's great stuff. Yeah. I think people don't realize too, when you have, you know, a lot of people buy that pre-ground pepper bullshit from the grocery store. I don't think people realize that could have been ground 15 years ago and then left in a container. It's gross. You know, you don't realize why I I tell people to freshly crack their pepper. If they're going to be because you a freshly cracked pepper is got spice, you know. Like if you want real peppery heat, crack that pepper, and then and then if you dive into the whole world of peppercorns, man, it's a it's a minefield of stuff to deal with. But um, yeah, you you, you are correct. It, you know the the and that's what their whole mantra is. Spiceology is about the, you know making sure they have the best of the of the ingredients, you know, and and it's the freshest dried ingredients. It's the best stuff ever, man. I, I love it. They have a great chili margarita seasoning. I love to use. It's awesome. Chili what? The chili margarita seasoning is so good. I just got a tub of their chipotle lime. Great stuff. Because um, I've been, I've been, I mainly use my Cajun one and the sweet and spicy one are two of my favorites. And I think I did some of the garlic and herb in our in our fried chicken thing we did last night. Oh, yeah, and I'm about that. to make I'm, I'm about to make burritos for the kids tonight. Baller. Um, yeah, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so, dude, I got to bring out and ask you about it. Uh, obviously, the YouTube channel is, is you doing your thing on there. You know, I saw you had a little break because you had so much stuff going on. Are you still working yeah. with Jamie on FoodTube at all, or is that not not a thing anymore? No, uh, Jamie, uh, they were putting a lot of money into that channel. We yeah. were getting subsidized by Google, so we 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 made that channel number one in Europe. Uh, you know, five million subs, and they helped produce my channel because I did, I was doing a video every Friday for two years. Yeah. So at the moment, I've got 350 videos across uh, Jamie's channel and my channel, DJ Barbecue. Um, but it's expensive doing all that content. And uh, and then, you know, life got in the way where I had to just buckle down, get custody of my kids, get them back into school. And that was really important for me. Of course. Um, so I, I took a little break from YouTube, from YouTube which I'm going to get back in there. Um, it's just right now I'm trying to, do stuff to look after my family and pay the bills. Well, you got to do what's right. You got to do what's right for you. And here's the thing, man. There's so much different equipment. I mean, the, the way that YouTube game has changed in the past year is incredible. Ooh. I mean, you can get, I mean, Jesus, my phone on my iPhone X, the camera on there is better than a lot of, you know, DSLR cameras that are out there. It's crazy. Well, this is it. Like, why do I want to spend all this money on a DSLR when I can just use my phone? So right. that's why I'm trying to do more Instagram stories and just utilize Instagram and share across the platforms. And, you know, I'm sure you guys might be familiar, familiar with him over the fire cooking, Derek Wolf out of yeah. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. So he's number he's number two on on Instagram. So he's flying over uh, end of this month, and I'm pulling. I got all my boys like Matt Williams, best charcoal maker in the world, is currently thatching a 300 year old house down in Devon. He's coming up. He is the the best fire starter. Um, and then um, I've got T Bone coming over. So we got like all these hunter gather cooking guys. We're gonna go to the best butcher in the world. We're going to buy next level, you know, meats, Dexter's, and this guy, Nathan Mills, in Forest Hill, uh, London. He's arguably the best butcher in the world. So we're going to be busting out an insane amount of content near the end of uh, March. You'll see it on my channel. You'll see it on um, Over the Fire Cooking, uh, which is Derek Wolf's channel. But Derek, he's an interesting guy. He was an accountant in Nashville. That's so crazy. So he knew knew how to do numbers. And he knew how to – because that's – like you were saying, bro – you know, once YouTube changes algorithms, you know, it was hard to get those eyes on your content. Um, 
but D- Derek knows how to do it, and, and his uh, Instagram is a testament to how, how good he is at it. Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing about it, though, is once you figure it out, you can actually use it to your advantage, man. You know, uh, the hunter-gather-cook guys, I've always loved those guys, man. I'd love to get one of those guys on this program at some point to talk to because I think they're just so cool at what they do, you know? I think that it's – I know you work closely with those guys, and, I mean, their their Instagram account is just stunning, you know? Yeah. Well, the, he's got a book coming out, um, uh, I think, in May, uh, and it's doing pretty well at the moment. It's, you know, it's very niche. It's quite – you know, it is hunting, gathering, cooking, and foraging – um, but we we do live live courses with those guys every year, so it's called DJ Barbecue versus Hunter Gather Cook. So my team, his team, we all hook up and we sell tickets, and it sells out like really quick. We're, one thing I've been noticing is people want to do more destination stuff. So I'll go to Greece, or I'll go to France, or we'll go to you know Nick Weston from Hunter Gather Cooks, yeah. you know tree house in the middle of nowhere, and people want that experience, and and which is great, you know people. I think people are becoming less materialistic and and they want to spend more money on experiences and good times and stuff where they can learn and and you know people love to learn how to cook over live fire and it, it is a daunting task I mean learning how to cook a steak perfectly because you know you don't it, steaks expensive and and if you screw that up you're gonna be pissed off at yourself and that's why people just, you know they, they leave steak for the restaurants and here's the thing. Once you learn how to do your own steak, like the way you want it, you're going to be just bummed out next time you go to a restaurant when you get you ask for a medium rare steak. It comes back and it's like medium, you know, or it's yeah. just it's too brown on the outside. It doesn't have that proper char, you know, the mallard effect. And, and I think it's a really empowering. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everything to teach people how to cook over live fire. And dude, I want to thank you for saying the Maillard effect because uh, too many people call it caramelization. And, I, and I'm on a mission in life to teach people that that's called the my art effect you got to help me with that like i want to teach them that's not caramelization it's the my art effect you got to get it right it people. well, well Fra- francis malman said in his book seven fires he's you know argentina's most famous live fire chef he said i like i like to cook food on the right side of burnt <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> you know what i 
when I, I remember being in second grade and going into the cafeteria on Fridays and it was, you know, it was cheese pizza day, you know, and I would always tell the lady, can I have that corner piece that's got a bit of the burnt stuff? Mm, the crispy on it. Yeah, the crispy. And you know how it is. It's got that kind of weird, bitter sweetness. And that's and, and I find that's that's umami. You oh, know? totally. I mean, when you put a, you know, when you put cheese on a good aged cheese, you know, beef burger, that's umami. You get umami off that. You know, soy sauce. You know, seaweed. Miso. You know, Worcester sauce. These are all umami bombs. Mushrooms. Yeah. And that's what and cooking a good steak will give you that. When you, I, I did a steak the other day from my friend Simon the butcher. He he owns a butchery where all the the English footballers live. I mean, it's expensive as heck. Sure. And um, I bought a ribeye from him, and I remember cutting into the the fat that little bit of beautiful you know middle bit of fat you get, and I just stuffed a bunch of Malden sea salt in that fat. Nice. And then I I, I hit it hot. And I, I pulled it at, at, at 48, 49, let it rest. And I called him, go, top 10? That was a top 10 steak, man. It was a uh, Belted Galloway. He had a five-week dry age on it. And, uh, oh, my Lord, was it just the most beautiful thing. I love finding steaks that go into my top 10 because it's a precious little category to be in there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And steak is just – it's one of those things that uh... – I think some people are afraid of it, you know, because they don't quite understand it, especially if you're not an experienced cook. But doing something simple, like you just said, like putting that salt in that fat, that's a great idea. Oh, well, I mean, I, 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 I like to score uh, that and I like to score some of the, you know, the fat bits on the, on the outside, you know, because you want to give it a head start. You want that fat to render because that's the flavor. Has heard of a, a, a little steak called the Terrace Major? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, yeah. no, Terrace Major is a little almond shaped. Uh, muscle in the shoulder. Uh, I think it's on the other side of the the the, the hanger, and then um, it's 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 like a it's I think it's just the third most tender muscle on the cow, and it's wow. in the shoulder. Um, <laughs> and it's a little yeah. I think sometimes they call it the faux fillet um, over here, but um, okay. it, it's not an easy cut to get out of of that shoulder. But um, my my butcher because he's crazy. You, he'll even have spider steaks. Um, in, in in the window, do you guys do you guys do spider steak? What the hell's a spider steak? It's the ass steak. You get two of them on the animal. Um, <laughs> it's that it, it's that steak that it's right where where the poop shoot goes. Nice, and it looks it looks like a spider web, and uh, and it's it's they usually just kind of you know make it into mints. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, if you can get your butcher to get you the spider steak, it's it's basically the butcher's cut. Because um they'll, they'll save it for themselves because it's got the best fat rib, fat um, ribbons in it. Um, it's up there, you know, with fat content like your ribeyes. The spider steak. Yep, or an ass steak. The ass steak. <laughs> now, what are they, is it expensive? Is it is it cheap? Nah, it's just hard to get. It's just you know, it's not that big. It's about the size of your palm of your hand, okay. depending on the size of the cow. Um, I've got two. I've got two pork um, ass steaks in my fridge right now. And ass steaks? What are, what are you? Are you just like taking ass steaks from different animals now? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because it's just got it's got the best fat content, so it's yeah. a great steak if you can find it. So yeah, um, spider steaks and terrace majors. There's two little secret cuts for you, and of course, rump heart is a lovely you know that that fillet you get on the rump. I, um, I know that one. That's a good piece right there. Yeah. All right. So how many trips are you making back uh, here to the States these days? Like once, twice a year? Or what's your story? Yeah, it's about once, twice a year. Um, you know, I always go back around Christmas time to see uh, my, my godson in New York and uh, go pay my boy Tyson Ho a visit in uh, Bushwick. 
And uh, then I go see my my I always go see my father down in Maryland. But on all, before I go to see my dad, I always go to Katz's and and uh, buy him a, a pastrami and rye yeah. <laughs> sandwich. Um, but dude, Tyson Ho, who does whole hog in New York, uh-huh. which no one's doing that. Um, he does proper Carolina barbecue. He took me to a Tajikistan restaurant in near Coney Island when okay. I was there for Christmas. Now. He's he's researching foods from the Silk Road, and if you want to you want a good storyteller, go see Tyson because he is a food nerd and he's funny as heck. But man, out of all the restaurants I went to in New York, that was the only one that was under a hundred bucks. And, wow! And, and um and and I had food that I've never experienced before. Um, so yeah, get yourself some Tajikistan food. <laughs> I gotta go find that, man. I'm gonna go look for that too. I, I definitely will. It's gonna be great. So I'm doing uh this this big uh, festival in Mexico called Cuisines of the Sun in April. I'm trying uh-huh. to figure out what to do, and I, I'm thinking about trying to go over there and smoke. You know, it, it, think like little bites. You know, simple food. Uh, I was gonna do some sort of smoked piece of a uh, meat. Now you can obviously go with the easy things that we all think of. But if you were going to do something like that for a festival to really make an impact on somebody, what would you pick? Oh man. Well, the thing is you, you got to work with what they got too, don't you? Totally. So this guy, he, he had, um, scalps in the shells, you know, dirty, yeah. dirty stuff on the coals. And, and, you know, he's got a little bit of like, you know, I like got her butter on him. And then he pops open a champagne. that has been shook. And then he sends it. He holds it like about, I'm not kidding, five feet away. And that champagne just went over him like a rainbow. And he made it rain champagne on the scallops. Whoa. Champagne scallops, my friend. That's kind of baller. That's kind of baller. That's kind of baller. Do do the things you were thinking about. You know, the thing is in Mexico, you got got hibiscus. You got all these crazy chilies. I mean, you can make such killer stuff. But you want to give them something they haven't seen. You want to give them – you also want to give them a show. For sure. So – there, there's, there's my thing. I mean, I know you'll come up with something badass, but do, you know, maybe you know, if you do a demo or if you, you know, people are walking by, do do some champagne scallops every now and then. I like that idea. A, I like that idea. I could even savor the bottles. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey. savor the bottles. Oh, you have to do that, dude. No doubt about <laughs> gotta- it. We- we just did a. Um, uh, it's called uh, the Mohegan Sun Food and Wine Festival. It's a Sun Food and Wine Fest, and amazing festival. And you do like one bite, and they paired me this year with uh, uh, like a hard cider, which I was kind of upset about, but it's fine, whatever. And uh, okay. so what we ended up doing was we made these sliders, and, and dude, being from Mid Atlantic, you'll get this. Uh, we did beautiful sliders, uh, like a short rib kind of br- um, uh, a blend. You know, so it had a little higher fat content, but it was small, so it didn't really make that much of a difference. Okay. Uh, but we made a pimento cheese and a candied bacon jam, right? On these beautiful brioche bones. Yeah, pimento cheese, Ooh. baby. You can't go wrong. Come on, that's middle. Yeah, we, right? we just don't we just don't have it over here, man. I mean, I, I whenever I come home, that's what I get. Keep going. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, it's all right. And so uh, to make it, and we made these beautiful little sweet and sour pickles to go with it. But I took that uh, apple cider, brother, and I made a tempura batter out of it. And then we deep fried the entire thing, bun and all. And so it was a deep fried burger. That's a good idea, dude. People were going nuts, man. It was it was incredible. It was so good. It was ridiculous. You should you should have done you should have deep fried two burgers and made them the buns and then deep fried that whole thing. That's not bad either. You could have called it ultimatum. It only comes around every two thousand years, you know. Ultimatum. <laughs> or meet again. <laughs> meet again. That's the nickname my wife gives me. Um. <laughs> we, we we put those we do specials at festivals and we'll do like some stupid ass burger or 
you know, we'll put like a ton of meat in a box and call it the heart attack special, you know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. It's funny when you do things like that. People remember it, man, so it's always great to see. So I got to think of something fun to do for that festival too, man. But festivals for you, is this festival season starting soon or is it uh, a little bit of ways away still? Um, so I've got Essex Food Festival coming up uh, next month, and then it's like crazy. Um, I, I am traveling with my, my team of chefs and and crew uh, to about we're doing six festivals we're cooking at and we're catering and DJing nice um, starting at Speed Machine which is the World Rally Cross at Silverstone so there'll be cars driving around that's where I did the burger build uh, then we got like Big Festival Camp Festival and then I'm hosting uh, about seven festivals um, so Taste of London Meatopia Ludlow Food Festival because what, what I've noticed is I used to get, you know, Meatopia started out uh, six years ago over here, you know, came from Josh Zersky, rest in peace, Josh, yeah. out of New York. And then we we took it and made it bigger. So we made it like a three-day festival. We've flown in Francis Malman, Jacob Sawyer, uh, you know, all Yost Matalangi. You know, we, we had all the big chefs there, um, you know, and, and then we do Big big Grill. But these, these fire stages are beautiful to watch because flames are dynamic. You know, if you see someone cooking over a gas burner – or a, or a gas plancha, you know, or electric, you know, there's nothing dynamic about that. There's, there's no highs. There's, it's like, it's like cooking with, with a CD or, or with analog, you know, with analog, you've got the highs and the lows. You got a Zeppelin album, you got Zeppelin two, or do you want like an overproduced, you know, current album, you know, <laughs> like post, like post Malone, which yeah. I mean, is cool. You know, I'm going to probably go see post Malone with my kids, but fire looks good. And, and we're not in chef whites, you know, we're there cooking and we're dealing with fire. We're dealing with, you know, fat fires. And, and, and what I've noticed is all of the posh prestige festivals have all said, Hey, we're going to put a little fire stage in here. Do you want to host that for us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they go, can I have a sound system? They go, yeah, sure. And these, these little stages have become the main stages because it's a lot more fun to watch. And pe- we, we draw better crowds because we have fun. We entertain, we, and we're not boring. And I think people, the chef, chefing world needs to be careful about taking themselves too seriously. Couldn't I take agree my, more. my food, I take my food seriously, but I take my fun way more serious. I take my entertainment more seriously. You know, that's what we opened and, with. We talked about it being fun. If it's not fun, then what are we doing? You know, it's food this, for God's sakes. We sell happiness. This is what this is why you, what you do is good. You know, you're you're out there and. You're making sure people have a good time and they smile because that's the that's how you heal, right? That's it, man. That's that's completely right on the right on point there. We can use some of that in the world today. That's for damn sure. Robbie, tell yeah. everybody they can find a little more info about DJ Barbecue. So you can find DJ Barbecue online at djbarbecue.com on Instagram at DJ Barbecue with the recently added blue check, and on Amazon you can pick up his books, <laughs> Food Fire, and the Burger Book coming out soon. We got how are you and Jamie doing well? Are the relationship's good. You guys still doing business together, hanging out, and well, we used to go snowboarding every year, but uh, Jamie's Jamie's had to close a lot of his restaurants. Man, the restaurant scene over here is is uh, is, is been going through some tough times, yeah. and um, he, he he suffered as well. So um, you know, uh, that's why they, he had to kind of buckle down and close some shops. And you know, we're we're seeing it you know every week at another chain going down. And I think the problem is. Back in the heyday, you know, maybe five, you know, eight years ago, everybody wanted to scale their restaurants. You know, it was all about scaling. But, you know, if you don't get that one restaurant right, there's no point in scaling. And because you, you, you lose sight of, you know, how to keep that restaurant good. And 
So that's why I went up, you know, when I do one, my restaurant, you know, end of the year, you know, we're gonna, I'm teaming up with the best baker in the world. Um, it's an old bakery that his grandparents used to run and, and it's already a successful bakery. We're just going to turn it into a, you know, you know, a restaurant that sells really good sandwiches, good burgers. We're going to do pizzas because he's the bread guy and I'm the meat guy. And we're going to join forces and, and, you know, rock and roll. Man, it sounds like a great idea, but it's funny. You, 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 your lead into it was, uh, a bunch of restaurants closing, so I'm opening a restaurant. Like it just didn't sound like. Wait a minute, dude. We, we have we all been drinking already? What the hell's going on here? But I mean, what There's a great move. They're like, all closed. They need people need to go somewhere to eat. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's one way to look at it. All the restaurants are closed. We got to put a restaurant up. No, but here's the thing. So you get a guy like you, uh, who's going to do. You know, you have a following, which obviously helps. Uh, you, you team with an amazing baker, that also helps. Uh, yeah. Are you guys going to have like a great bar program too? Or are you really going to focus on just kind of that, you know, uh, simple to eat sandwiches, like a takeout, lunch, that sort of situation? We're, we're, we're breakfast, lunch, and dinner, a lot of takeout, of course. Um, and, and we'll hire our own delivery guys. Um, um, but bar, this guy, he actually has a coffee. He bought, a, he bought a butchery next to his grandparents' bakery where he was running as well. And he, he, he turned that into a coffee roasting company. So he he bought a fire station behind the bakery, and he lives above the bakery to this right now. Wow! And then he um started selling you know sandwiches and pastries and cakes and coffee, and he in this fire station he took out the floorboards and ho- hoisted up this amazing coffee roasting machine. He's doing single crack coffee roasting that just tastes like it's been marinated in in the happiest of angels' tears. Um. And so we, we, we've got that. And at night, he turns that into a bar. And it's one of the most popular paid places in this village. Wow, that's uh, great. Called Woodbridge. And so we're, I'm moving my family to Woodbridge uh, this summer. And um, it's going to be good, man. And we, we, we roast our own coffee. I, I'm actually making beer now. Our, our beer uh, from Coalition Brewing got voted third best lager in, in the uk so that's doing really well so we make beer we make our own bread we make our own coffee so uh there's a, we're, you know we're, we're the beginning of a lot of the produce that we're going to be selling there and another thing that's really important is teenagers in these towns sometimes get bored they just want to leave and, and one thing that david said to me my partner was he wants a place for people to have those first dates he wants a place for the youth to come and feel comfortable because they come to a coffee place and there'll be four teenagers with one shake and they'll sit there for an hour because they have nowhere else to go. And he, he lets them, even though he has hardly any tables there, he wants a safe place for all ages, wow. you know? That's, and that's, that's great, man. And that's one thing we want to, we want to do is we want cause I mean, I've got teenage kids. I want to make sure they have a place that they can go and feel safe and hang out. And if they want to bring their, their date there or have that first date, you know, I want to be able to provide that kind of environment. Man, that's a that's a really awesome way to handle it and an awesome way to look at it. The one thing I will say is that I don't think you need any coffee, so maybe we could ease up on that a little bit. <laughs> Can you tell I had four cups <laughs> before you guys called? I was up writing I was writing recipes at T Bone last night till about three in the morning uh, for Sainsbury's, which is like a supermarket chain over here. Yeah, and uh, and um, and we did do two bottles of red wine. So Good I'm for you. My, my brain's a bit uh, scattered and I'm all over the place. So thanks for holding this together. Oh, dude, listen, here's <laughs> the thing. So one of these days I'm going to, I'm going to contact you and say, dude, I want to come to uh, over to your side of the, of the ocean there and, and do a festival. 
Uh, cool. Yet, but we got to make that happen. I really want to do it. But the one thing about you is that you've definitely always got shit going on, man. You're a busy, busy guy. Uh, I think one of the most inspiring things about you as a person in this industry is how you just keep hustling. Like you don't sit around and wait for people to call you. You do the hustle. You make it happen. I think a lot of young chefs, young culinarians, young people in the food industry could learn from that. I mean, you know, you, you might be a great chef, but if, if you're not hustling and, 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 and making things happen for yourself, who's going to do it? You know, you can't just be sitting there on your ass and think someone's going to come in and think you're awesome and give you a job in another restaurant. That might happen sometimes. But if you don't go out there and communicate and let people know that your food's banging, you know, who is? Right. So uh, quit sitting on your asses and think and quit being entitled, you know, Amen you know, it, it's a hard it's a hard world out there and cooking is one of the hardest jobs there is. And that's why whenever, you know, I, I, I want people to get paid a fair wage and, you know, people say, you know, why should a burger flipper make the same as this? I'm like, dude, if you, if you flipped burgers for, for eight hours, dude, I'll tell you, I, I, I give any professional dude an hour on a grill and they will cry like a little baby. Oh, I couldn't um, agree it more. One hard, it's one of the hardest jobs there is. We'll, we did 1,200 burgers in one day at a festival all over live fire. We had suet in our beef patties. So we were basically cooking them things on 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 suet fat. <laughs> just fire but, everywhere. Yeah, and and it and it is it's the hard, you have no eyeballs when you're done with that stuff. So you know, being a chef and being a, someone on the on the pass on on the grill, these are hard jobs, and, and you should applaud these people. And they they need to get paid a proper wage. I agree, I agree. But hell, if the restaurants are closing, it's to make it hard to pay them. <laughs> yeah, well, now we've got Brexit over here, so we're going to lose even half the workforce. You know, oh, that's Jesus. that's the hard part over here. You know, we we need people coming in. We need immigration over here because we need them for the for the industry. You yeah, know, for sure, that's man. the thing. It's important for sure, man. Well, look, brother, you are always amazing to talk to. I always enjoy having a little time with you and chatting. And uh, hey, who knows, man? You're going to be a busy guy this summer, but uh, we got to get you out east on Long Island, out to the Hamptons and Montauk, and do a do a dinner with us. We'll fly you out. You got to come set up on the beach and hang out and cook food for people. Well, keep keep asking, keep bugging me, and eventually I will I will partake in one of your rad activities. And if you guys are ever over here, please come see me. Give me some notice. And um, we, I will cook out with you guys. I'll take you out to some rad restaurants, and we'll have a good time. And if there's any shows playing, we'll get tickets, man. I love um, that, I'm man. all about seeing, seeing live music. I, got, I finally got my tickets for Built to Spill uh, next month, so I'm all stoked on that. And uh, it's all about music and food with me, and I think that's the same with you guys. So, uh, 100%, yeah, let's, man, 100%. Let's and your kids, your kids are going to think they have the coolest dad ever, right? Uh, they have to. Oh, God, no. I'm the, I'm the, <laughs> <laughs> Their friends think I am, but they think I'm the biggest embarrassment. You know? Oh Jesus! Well, I wear just... spandex for a living. <laughs> I was going. That's where I was going. Just maybe shouldn't pick them up from school in spandex. I'm just saying that might be a little weird. I, I picked up my I picked up my um, oldest when he was quite young on a skateboard because I skateboard a lot. Yeah, and um, and I went to the school and the mothers came to me like the next day. Go, can you not? pick up your son on a skateboard what? and I'm like why they go well because our, our kids keep asking their dads to pick them up on skateboard <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Robbie give one more plug for to burn fossil fuels, man. <laughs> uh, one more time you can find DJ barbecue at DJ barbecue.com and at Instagram at DJ barbecue look him up on Amazon pick up his books food fire 
The burger book will be out in April. Busy, man. Well, brother, listen, man, I always appreciate the time with you, man. Thank you for taking a few minutes, and uh, look forward to seeing what happens with you next, dude. All right. Listen, go fast, take chances. Remember, you can't get hurt in the air, and speed is your friend, all right? <laughs> not, not speed to drug, but like going fast. Man. I, I was flashing back to my hotel days. I was about to ask which one you're talking about. Cause... <laughs> it's, I used to be the team manager for the van skate and snowboard teams. I was always like telling the guys, man, come on, speed's your friend. You need speed to make that trick. Anyway, oh, that Jesus. didn't come out right. <laughs> All right, brother. Look, man, great talking to you, man, and we'll talk to you on down the road. All right, you all take it easy, man. Thanks for your time. Always, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Right. Yeah. How about that, man? How about that? Robbie, the one and only DJ Barbecue. Jeffy, what'd you think, man? No? You had no thoughts on Awesome. There. Not bad, He's right? He's awesome. Yeah, no, I was really... That was crazy it, a lot of knowledge dropping dropping gems on us in Dude, spandex talking about the spider steak and i mean it, it was a great segue right into uh you know he's talking all about uh the placenta stuff which was you know that's why we started with it first but he was into it too you know yeah listen man it's not weird i mean it's weirder and if you look at a global like how many people are in the whole world and how many people believe in placenta medicine and, and eating the placenta compared to how many people in america do it we're actually the weird ones. You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah, everybody, everybody else does. Every the animal does. That's one of the things that he was saying, too. Yeah, absolutely. It happens in nature. I mean, animals do a lot of things that I wouldn't do, though. So, I mean, I, I think of... I guess. I guess. Robbie, I mean, you enjoy talking to him, yeah? For the first time? Good yeah. dude. Yeah, man. I, uh, I think we should definitely try and get over there and, and hit a festival. Wouldn't it be awesome to go do Meatopia or something with DJ Barbecue? How dope would that be? I just want to sit shotgun in the in the food truck. Yeah, right. I don't think it would suck. No, definitely not. That dude's insane, man. So big shout out to DJ Barbecue for joining us on the program tonight. Always love talking to him. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at DJ Barbecue. He's easy to find there. And of course, the brand new book, The Burger Book, will be out soon. If you haven't done so yet, Fire Food from DJ Barbecue is also out there. And you can find him on YouTube at DJ Barbecue. Some great cooking tips, really fun videos, man. You got to see the one where he actually made a spit uh, and they're cooking a bunch of stuff over an open fire, but the spit's turning. You know what's turning it? A, a river. They got paddles built like 15 feet out and as the river's going, it's actually turning the spit and that's what they're cooking with. It's pretty dope, man. They're hoping that video, that's what we were talking about in the interview, that video hits 2 million views this year. How dope is that? 2 million views on a video. Wow. Awesome, man. Right. He's doing his thing. I love it. Hey, I want to thank everybody, too, for coming out and supporting us uh, with Random Acts of Cooking, uh, our, our show that we did uh, with Only Good TV. Uh, it, it's done really, really well on YouTube uh, and on Facebook with social media, tons of views. I mean, honestly, I don't think I, I don't think we went viral with it. I mean, we had, uh, God, I mean, I think it's pushing over 30,000 views now. But I wouldn't call it viral, but it, it did really well, Jeff, right? Yeah, it was great. I, I, I'm I'm super happy with it, and it's only going to get better. So I mean, that's 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 where it is. Yeah, I mean, what a great experience. And Robbie, you saw the video, right? Of course, you're in it. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, what what is considered viral? How many? Uh, I don't know. How, how many views? Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I, I honestly don't even know. Wow. Thinking upward of hundred k. Yeah, I think get out there and watch it again and again. We want that. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That shit to go viral. Help right. us out. Help us do good. Share it, man. Well, the good news is, is that, uh, so everybody who doesn't know out there, is that uh, we, it's done so well that uh, OGTV now has given us a deal to do more episodes, which is fantastic. So we're really proud of that. We've got some big plans with it, man. Really proud of it. Proud of you guys. All the work we did. I couldn't have done it without you guys, specifically you two. Uh, so more to come. Stay tuned with that. Stay tuned with that. Also, I got to bring you up to speed. Uh, Connecticut's Dancing with the Stars is happening next Saturday night. Uh, myself, my uh, partner Katie Arbalu, we are dancing to uh, a song from Greece. Should be a lot of fun. We were on TV here in the Tri-State area. You could have saw it on WTNH uh, yesterday talking about it. It was a great segment. Uh, Jeff, I sent it to you. You saw it, right? Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, just, just to promote the event, man, I'm going to start pushing that a little bit more next week. You'll see on social media, but... Uh, I'm excited about it, man. I danced for a long time today, gentlemen. Seriously, and, and you know, I'm a. I know you look at me and you're not surprised at that I can dance because of my you know sheer constitution, agility, dexterity, all the things. You guys see it in the kitchen, you know. Like it, it's it's definitely like something to awe at. But uh, many people don't quite understand that. So you guys aren't chiming in here, which is hysterical. You're just letting me freaking sound like an asshole <laughs> calling myself with high constitution and dexterity. That's a joke. That's legit shit right there, that's man. That's what's up. That's what I was looking uh, for. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've seen the videos, man. Yeah. I... You're so light on your feet. It's, it's, it's strange that you're 280, like seven feet tall, but you, you dance like, you know, you're like 5'3. Did Beautiful. you say I was 280? that not true I, I, i'm just I, i'm just i'm just i've never actually weighed with you but like by scale yeah. i threw you and you know if i look at your body compared to mine i'm like yeah you're definitely 280 285 you know six six and a half maybe seven feet tall somewhere yeah. in there well i mean i wear very baggy clothes you know i don't dress you know i, I like to hide that stuff you know that's good modesty is <laughs> i just key, want to yeah. point out that dave just chimed in i would have laughed there for you lol <laughs> He's such a kissy dude. That's too funny. That's too funny, man. Well, uh, listen, uh, I-, I love the interview with DJ Barbecue, man. And uh, uh, talking to good brothers like that is what helps make this show so fun. Uh, but tonight, um, I want to 
I mean, Jeff, we're lucky to have Rob on here with us tonight because he's a very smart guy. Listen, I I appreciate Rob. I call him all the time. I mean, just to, just to hear him talk. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing better than hearing like Rob's take on things, right? Absolutely, his 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 take and uh, and, and his slant on uh, on 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 a, on a wide variety of things is uh, is is definitely newsworthy. Well, I, it's a great segue because I'd love to. Uh, I mean, we want to get his take on a couple of things here on the program tonight, and so we're going to do a fun segment. Uh, called Rob's Opinion. Rob, are you in? I'm in. I think Jeff's got a couple of uh, topics for you to comment on. Right, Jeff? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's play Rob's Opinion. I'm ready to <laughs> Rob, what's your opinion on waterboarding? Oh, no bueno. about glory holes Ooh, good times peach snaps delicious salem <laughs> it, it could be Oregon or Massachusetts, but Salem in general. I'm just wondering how you feel about um, if you've ever been. How you feel about it's, it? It's it's a great place to visit. Um, I, I I think it's you know uh, October is a great time to visit. Catholicism. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know where to go with that one. Who would have guessed it? Dave, how'd you get here? Yo, I like interrupting shit. Wow, Dave. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the program. Dave, Dave, do you have anything you want to get Rob's opinion on? Here, I'll play the music for you and you can give him a topic. Here we go. Seahorses. Oh, they're they're amazing creatures. Mobile homes. Retirement. Prolapsed anus. What was that? Bull riding. Bull riding? That's a good time right there. It's my favorite segment in the world right now. <laughs> that for like two hours. <laughs> You should see the messages I'm getting. People are like, what the fuck? Is this great? Oh, man. Uh, hey, Rob. Yes. Thanks for your opinion, bro. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, are, are we going to do it? Backflips. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Some... hold on. Hold on, hold on. Somersaults. Somersaults are for anyone under 20. Coming in from Chef Dan, Christian Rock. Ooh, that's good times with your grandma. <laughs> Strife on. <laughs> no more Rob's opinion. <laughs> oh. That's pretty fun. <laughs> that's pretty that's fun. great. That's one of my favorites. That is pretty fun. Uh, Dave, did you like that bit? That was pretty good. I like that. Why are you late? I'm always late. Why? I don't know, man. I can't figure it out myself. Yeah. You got a JLB. It's like, yeah, that too. And like, yeah, I got a job, man. That's actually a good reason. <laughs> I think the funniest thing we should talk about right now, um, whoever had an IV most recently should raise their hand. Uh... Wait, why are you making that sound, Dave? I'm trying to think. I'm good. Did you have an IV recently? A couple weeks ago. What? What happened? Yeah, I was I was really hungover. Wow. So did yeah. you go to the hospital or? Uh, yeah. So you got up <laughs> and went to the hospital. Yeah. Because long story. It really long story. Wow. Yeah. And I had food poisoning on top of it. What? So you yeah. Had food poisoning. You drove yourself to the hospital. Like you actually left the place that you were, got into a car, no. and you drove. No. no. You didn't. I didn't no, I just had an IV. I mean, would you drink it? It's like pulling teeth to get the story. Oh, uh, no, there was a nurse there. What? Yeah. Rob. So you were in one of those, like, mobile homes that pulls up and, and you can get, like, the IV in there? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? Long story. <laughs> That's bullshit. Jeff, I feel like he's not telling us a story on purpose, Jeff. Yeah, I, I absolutely think that. I don't know. Are you, that's a, are you, that, yeah, yeah, that's blood exactly, doping. That's exactly what. It, what was it? What is that? I just off the air. I like to read your text messages to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Which, by the way, is next week's segment when we oh, all huh. read text messages. <laughs> <from Dave. laughs> don't know. Wow. Oh, I still want to hear the story about how you got an IV from a nurse that just happened to be there. I'd love to hear that story. Really long story, man. All right. Well, <laughs> um, Jeff, you had some coffee, right? You you got time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm up. I'm up. I'm into this. Yeah, next yeah, week. I, next I, I week. Got, but I, I can tell you, like, how shitty I felt. That was great. No, no pun intended. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's right, well, another story. Go, I can actually tell that story. It, it was the Indian food, right? So that's what you're blaming it on. Yeah, it was Indian food. We just call it food. All right, it was Indian food, though. Um, what did you think of DJ Barbecue interview, Dave? You heard most of it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I got uh, you know, probably like the last half of it. Do knows the stuff for sure. He does. And you guys send him a message on Instagram. Let him know you, you like the interview and just say what's up to him. He's a good dude for sure. 
Uh, Rob, your opinions are fantastic. Thank you. 100%. Uh, Jeff? I think it was, yeah, that's uh, me. What up, Dougie? <laughs> what up, Dougie? <laughs> um, I think that's a great new bit. I'm a big fan of Rob's opinion. Absolutely. Rob's opinion needs to be on all the time. Um, you know, as, as a... I'm gonna write As a book. Growing popularity, you know, people can uh, text in. You know, we can get guests to text in some of their, some of the things that they need Robs uh, to weigh in on. Yeah, you know, I'd love to hear from some of our guests out there, some of our <laughs> listeners. Let's uh, let's what? hear let's let's hear what what you need Rob to weigh in on. Uh, Rob obviously is a is a man of the world. Very he worldly. knows many things, Tons. and I, I, uh, he's I'm ready a, to help people. Yeah, yeah. Right, Rob? You're I'm ready to help people? I'm a national man of, of, of mystery. Wow. He's mysterious. Not, not national man of mystery. Yeah. Not, not international. A, just He stays in these 50 states, ladies and gentlemen, but yes. he's mysterious. Yeah, that's amazing. How about that? <laughs> I mean, listen, Robbie goes as far as, as Montauk, but then he doesn't – Port Jeff, he won't go past Port Jeff because we don't, we don't go anywhere past that, right? Um, I, no, I try and stay east, east of the Mason-Dixon line. Ooh, well, there you go. Uh, that's a great bit. Well, listen, gentlemen, it's been a fantastic program tonight. It's kind of been all over the board. Uh, we had a little placenta talk earlier. I guess we should ask Dave before we got out of here, let him, let him weigh on his placenta talk. Dave, uh, placenta, have you eaten it, and would you? Nah, I've never eaten placenta. And I don't know, like... Can you teriyaki it or something? Like, I don't know. How would you cook that shit? Like, Leave it to the guy from Detroit to bring up teriyaki. What is that? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Like, you could have picked a million ways. You're a chef and you're teriyaki. What the I fuck? I don't know, man, because it seems like it would have, you would have to have something salty, honestly, with it. I don't know. It's like, like, you can't salty. do, like, placenta curry, could you? Because, well, maybe. You could if you wanted to get I eat it raw, know, food Dave. poisoning That's and, how I get it. and have to get a nurse give you an IV. Right, right. And sometimes, true, listen, sometimes yeah. the nurse doesn't move fast enough, and you might just slap her feet a little bit just to get her to move a little faster. Yeah. Listen, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. When, when do you stop listening to your mother and start listening to your wife? I thought I were you were going to say, when do you stop listening to this program? <laughs> no, I have a theory that it's you spend... Uh, 40 weeks in your mother's vagina and once you pass the 40 week mark of being in another woman's vagina she then gets ownership of your spirit and can command you to do things kind of like your mother what? command of my spirit? is that dark? is that too dark? I don't know like it just seems like we go from Rob's opinion. To I'm Rob. asking for a friend. I'm just asking oh. for a friend. Okay, okay. Let's find out what Rob thinks. <laughs> hold on so is it? <laughs> oh, wait, Dave. Hold on. Rob's <laughs> um, Living in vaginas <laughs> for forty weeks. You well, Rob, to... I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your mom's opinion really matters to you, right? Like a lot when you're a kid kind of she's your mom you know and because you lived in her for a while uh when does another woman's opinion begin to matter i say it's when you out you're in her vagina longer than you were in your mother's um uh, okay (laughs) 
I mean, there you have uh, it. Damn, bro. Thank you for doing that, man. Yeah. You really, I, really, uh, was, you shed a lot of light I, on that subject. I, and, uh, I, I, feel I great. did not. I, um, I'm going to need to research that one a little bit more. Um, and, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go meditate and ponder on that question so that I can properly answer it. So Dave, back to your teriyaki placenta. I mean, you sharing or what's the story with that? Let's see. Well, Dan, he, Chef Dan, he just texted me and, uh, Said uh, pretty good ideas like Detroit placenta pizza. So <laughs> that it, sounds but, terrible. Is that deep? Dish? Oh man, you get you get a corner in every slice though, and that's what's up. Yeah, it's like super crunch. See, see, Jeff knows what's up. All right. Yeah, you get a four way and eight way. There's no other way to get it. That's how you get yeah. Detroit pizza. I learned something with Dave. You get a four way or an eight way. That's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> You get a four way. You gotta get a single slice if they're feeling friendly. That's it. That's it. That's how it goes, bro. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, joined right now by the one and only Chef Dan Monroe. Chef, good evening. Oh, good good evening. How are y'all? Y'all look like you're having a good time over there. Hey, listen, I was wondering if you had something you'd like to get Rob's opinion on. Oh, jeez. Here, let me play the music for you, then you can say it here. Prostitution. Uh, it's good in some states, not in others. <laughs> this is the cavalcade of chefs now happening on this program. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Dan, we were talking. And listen, it's, it kind of got weird. We started the whole program off this evening, an, over an hour and a half ago at this point, and we started talking off talking about placentas and eating it and being a part of it. Dan, you've got kids. Have you ever partaken in any placenta? Uh, no, unfortunately not. I, I mean, I'd give it a try. I feel like I'd have to. I right, mean, as a chef, then, it's your responsibility. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 100%. I mean, people are out there eating it. I feel like if I don't know about it, then I'm just wrong. You know, how am I supposed to give advice? If I can, you know, somebody comes up to me in the store and they're like, so I got my kid's placenta. What do I do with it? I need to be able to break it down. Like, are they going to tie it? You know, maybe stuff it, roll it, do like a roll-out <laughs> with it. You know, there's a number of ways you can go with it. Placenta roulade. What are we stuffing yeah. it with? Uh, I, mean, I think you guys are thinking about this. Like, you don't want to eat that much at a time. I think you want to savor it. Oh, savor. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like you know, a few slices is, goes a long way. Does it? Yeah, like I froze ours, and I would just slice it and throw it in the smoothie for my wife every morning Jeez. when she was going through like postpartum and all that. I mean, well, I, should, then I go back to the pizza. So, like, can you freeze dry it and then put it in little capsules and just take pills instead? Uh, I, yeah, I actually dehydrated it super low for a couple of days, got it really, really, really bone dry, and then pulverized it and made caps. That's what's up. Uh, yeah. Do you have any more of those placenta capsules? I'd like to try one. I do. I do. We can, we can sniff one if you want. What? Why would we sniff oh, I mean, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I, now, now I kind of go back to the pizza, and I think like if you get the pizza, you have like a party. You can invite family over, everyone get around, and everybody gets a slice. Yeah, pizza party. A little placenta well, that, and Budweiser. I, I think in some countries that's how they do do it. Like everyone, like they cook it, yeah. and everyone gets a little bit of it from the family. Bit, yeah. Everyone yeah. tries it. I mean, you gotta like, Americanize it. You gotta Americanize it. You can't do it like they I, do in other countries. You gotta Americanize it. It's good. It's good for you though. I mean, it's it's. I think it's like high in iron or something. Is it cannibalism? Hormones in it. There's a lot of hormones in it. I don't think it's cannibalism because it's not actually like alive. No, it's part of a human, so I think uh, 
uh, I mean, you're not killing anybody to, to harvest it, you know. But it's kind of like eating. It's like eating. It's like eating like feces because it's a discarded part. Oh, see now you had to bring it to feces. No, I'm just. I mean... Man, no, it's nothing like feces, bro. Don't don't confuse. Me, okay? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize I overstepped the boundary so much. Yeah, he took some offense to that. That was the eating. line, apparently. The <laughs> guy. That was the line, my guy. <laughs> Jeff just hung up. He's like, fuck this. How dare you? <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Since we had us all on here, I tried to reach out to Grill Mama to see if she could tell us how to smoke a placenta, which would have been hysterical because she's probably not listening and asleep and would have answered and just been thrown right into it. I like placenta jerky. You could do that. Placenta jerky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you're thinking, you were like, placenta teriyaki? You could, look, you could let it, that shit marinate in teriyaki and then do a jerky with it, so, boom. <laughs> Fucking Dave, there it is, there it is. Yeah. Right, let's end the show on this, let's talk about one more thing here. Uh, well, first of all, I gotta talk about next week's program, uh, a little bit different, um, we're really excited. Uh, next week's program, uh, with... with it seems like every time we get on the show now, Jeff, we talk about Marvel movies and, and everything that's happening in the Marvel Universe. You know, we had Chad Minton on from True Cooks last week, and we spent the first 20 minutes talking about freaking comic book movies. Uh, so, yeah. And every time I talk to any chef friends I know, everyone's into it. So I reached out to my buddy Joe Deckelmeyer uh, from That Hashtag Show. He is uh, huge in this uh, in, that, in that world. He lives in L.A., does all the press junkets for the Marvel movies. He actually worked, I believe on uh, The Winter Soldier, Captain America. I think he worked on set with that because he does like a lot of uh, stuff, uh, you know, like production stuff in, in movies. But uh, anyway, next week, Joe Deckelmeyer from That Hashtag Show is going to join myself, Jeff, and of course, special guest co-host. I couldn't think of another guy better to join us than the one, the only, Chef Dan. Dan, how dope is that conversation going to be? Oh, I can't wait. I'm super excited about it. Anytime I get to talk about Marvel, I'm just, you know, through the roof. I can't you know, wait. It's going to be awesome, man, and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. And Yo, you saw the latest thing that came out, uh, that, that some toy from Japan of Captain America wearing the uh, the uh, Quantum Realm suit, but he has the old helmet on from the first Avengers movie. Have you seen this, Dan? Oh, uh, no, I have not. I've seen, I, seen, I, saw, I saw the toy, but I don't remember seeing the old Captain America uh, Yeah, we won't get helmet. too geeked out with this yet, but the theory running around is that uh, they are going to kill Captain America, but they're going to bring the Captain America from 2012 in the first Avengers movie back with them, so he's actually not going to die. Okay. Crazy, I'm right? There you good. go. So yeah, they're going to go all kinds of ways. Yeah, man. Next week, it's going to be all about Marvel, getting us ready, geared up for Endgame. We'll talk a little food as well, but uh, more importantly, it's going to be based all on that. Looking forward to hanging out with Joe Dacklemeyer from That Hashtag Show. Should be a lot of fun. Gentlemen, as we sit here yeah. at our sausage party tonight, had a great interview with, of course, the one only DJ Barbecue. Make sure you follow him on Instagram, at DJ Barbecue. Uh, and, of course, don't forget the book. Right, we gotta check that out by Dawn Wit. The book is called B. You can find that on Amazon.com. Just type in Dawn Wit or type in B. It pops right up. Uh, there's a paperback version that just came out. Make sure you check that out. And of course, the hardcover version. Uh, it's uh, Jeff. What's that book about? You read it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all about bees. It's yeah. amazing. It, wait, I don't think that's it. It's yeah, yeah, with honeybees, uh, African no. killing bees. No, no, man, it's it's, it's the beautiful. B. It's, it's like, a really a lot of great pictures. It's not about letters either. It's it's a collection. Yeah, of, yes, it is. No, it's a collection of love with friends, uh, um, uh, and oh. all linked to kindness and revolution. It's not about bees or letter B. You guys, I, I don't oh, know I'm sorry, bro. I I, oh, I didn't follow that link. I just I just googled it later, and I must have. 
I must have read the wrong one, but uh, yeah, maybe this sounds great. <laughs> this sounds great. Yeah, well, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, thank you guys for looking out for it. There you go. Dave? What up? You're getting a write-up for being late again. Just putting it out there. Fuck, dude. I'm one away. It's your That's fourth write-up, Dave. That's it. That's this it. is going to go on your permanent record. Your permanent record. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Robbie, I love your opinions on everything. Ladies and gentlemen, this is also... Uh, not only is it season seven, episode nine, but it is actually episode number one hundred and ninety-one of this program. How about that? One ninety-one. Mm-hmm. We should make that into a spice. <laughs> episode one ninety-one. We put on your stick, man. Rob just wants to go with every bit we talked about off air right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's what are you them. talking about? He's good to go with them. Uh, Rob, you're the man, dude. I always love hanging out with you, brother. Thanks for taking the time to hang with us tonight. Yes, sir. Thank there you for you having it. me. Of course. Jeffy, much love to you, brother. What up? All right, love you, guys. Go. Hey, listen, we'll see you guys next week with our guest, Joe Dackelmeyer. It'll be a lot of fun hanging out with him, talking all about Marvel movies, Endgame, comic book, geek stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Dan, much love to you, buddy. Can't wait to hang with you next week. All right. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, food is one of the most important things we have in life. Everything important in life revolves around food. Take it easy. See you next week. If you just shut the fuck up for 30 seconds, you might learn something. Thank you for listening to Plum Love Foods Live. See you next week, good brothers and sisters. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.